Welcome to Point Your Toes, the Adventures of an NYC Dance Teacher. I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. And I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II. This podcast is all about the adventures that Danielle and I have as dance teachers and choreographers living here in New York City. We'll be sharing our experiences and all the ridiculous and hilarious truths. With that being said, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is dance cardio. Mm-hmm. So I want to start this week's episode off with a definition because one, we haven't done that in a while. Two, I think it's very helpful for what we're trying to accomplish with this episode. So this comes from um, BeFit Health Studios, and I appreciate their definition so much. Simply put, dance cardio is utilizing different types of dance to exercise your body. The term cardio means working to achieve a target heart rate, increasing metabolic rate, burning calories, and improving stamina. When it comes to dance cardio, the one thing that I would encourage anyone that does dance cardio and only dance cardio is to not go to the close, the next dancer you see and go, hey, you would love my dance class because they are not the same. Yeah. So I feel like I wanted to talk about this because um, I feel like in the past maybe like two-ish years, there's been an uptake in dance cardio. Mm-hmm. So obviously in the 80s, we had Jazzercise, which yes, was a huge thing. And we can get into, we'll get into what Jazzercise was and why I actually really appreciate Jazzercise. Um, and then I remember being in college and when I was in college, Zumba started becoming a thing, Oof. which Zumba is kind of its own separate category than dance cardio because that's also not really the same. Um, I would agree. But, um, and that was becoming a thing. Zumba was becoming popular, popularized. But I have to say that within the past about two years or so, um, dance cardio has really made a huge comeback. There are some really big, big studios and big names out there who, um, who exists now and a lot of celebrities who like swear by certain like dance cardio classes and go all the time and it's become super popular again um and it's this is not a podcast this is not an episode where we bash it it's just talking about what is dance cardio and what is the difference oh yeah because i mean first of all i respect first of all any entrepreneur it ain't easy no. so i res- i respect the hustle i respect the time, effort, and energy into what anyone has created. I just, I want to make sure that our definitions are clear. That that is what I would go for. I I would want our definitions to be clear simply because you can take a dance cardio class and then go try to take a dance class and struggle. Mm-hmm. And then you can take a dance class mm-hmm. and go to a dance cardio class and struggle. Yeah. So I I would like to clarify the definitions and like again, touch on their similarities, but also touch on their differences. And also so like that just, so that people just aren't confused because and, I think that is what yeah. the frustration comes from me when I see some of the advertisings Agreed. for some of these things, is that they promote them as a dance class. But then I'm looking at those workouts and I'm being like, as someone that dances basically five days a week, I would cannot get through that workout. Like that's purely an exercise workout. But then I also think like if they were to take my classes where we're stretching, Mm -hmm. they're not kicking to their noses. So like I, it would, it just seems very. Yeah. Like talking about like what is the difference and clarifying exactly, I think what dance cardio is. And I think that that definition is a great place to start um, and understanding what exactly 
dance cardio entails versus what even taking a beginner hip hop dance class entails at a Steps or a BDC or a Millennium or a Pineapple or any of those studios around the world. So let's start with my favorite time period the 80s. Ah, uh, Jazzercise. So before, before we can even really get to Jazzercise, we have to kind of talk about what was going on in the dance world in the 80s. Yes. So in the dance world in the 80s, we have the emergence of hip-hop mm-hmm. and jazz um, and, and contemporary jazz yeah. music, period. So when that music already starting to have its influx on the dance world, that starts to change things. Also, so, in, yeah. the modern, in the modern dance world, we were doing a lot of pedestrian movements. Yes. A lot of the big choreographers were big on like walking and running showed up yeah, a lot so and danced for the first was time your, ever. It was your postmodern era, yes. which is a lot of your pedestrian movement, which Tony and I love. Oh, um, yes. so, but it was very much so like the 80s was the first time hip hop was... It was really when hip hop was born. born. Hip hop yeah. was born in the eighties. Um, it was a lot of more high energy, um, you know, rock music, but pop music, a little mm-hmm. more electric sounding instruments were used. And it was the first time that we were really seeing music videos and we were putting dancers in these to music these videos, videos to use these music videos. Like that's really when music videos started becoming what yeah. we know today as music videos. Absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. And so in the process of pedestrian movement and, you know, fast upbeat tempo music hitting the dance world and pedestrian dance music hitting the world, you have the you also had the the fitness craze kind of start too because the world is dealing with like the AIDS epidemic and being healthy. Mm-hmm. So that, like all, and we bring up these things to say, cause that is what kind of birthed jazz or size. Absolutely. Like, because all of these elements kind of collided so all at once. Jazz in general was changing, right? So jazz was going from just like how modern was changing and mm-hmm. hip hop was being born. Jazz was going from more of this slow moving, it, you know, it started off as a, in conjunction with jazz music mm-hmm. and then moved on to Broadway jazz and what that looked like. And we were still kind of living in that ish area of this like Broadway jazz that was getting a little more upbeat um, but with the birth of this completely different era of music yes and then we add in brand new movement and we add in just like the culture of the society of the world at that time jazz started becoming a very specific style and nowadays mm-hmm. when you go to a studio and take a jazz class they'll be very quick to tell you like oh this is going to be an 80s jazz class yes. so not only is it it's not I've yeah auditions where yeah. they've been like 80s jazz yeah. gonna be 80s jazz because they like, want yes. you to know because the 80s it's a very specific 80s jazz style. became very specific it became all about a lot of lines that we had that we had seen if you really think about it a we lot of seen the lines we had we seen, seen it well upbeat tempo. we exactly where we had really seen the lines was in the 70s yes. with merce cunningham yes absolutely. and um and even martha and some other a lot more um and 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 bob fossey mm-hmm. in his own styles right and bob fossey is a separate style of Jazz. I would put it. We follow him under jazz. But so we had already started seeing the lines, but Mm -hmm. then there was the music. So they started getting this really upbeat tempo music. And then there was the birth of hip hop. So things were also becoming like a little more like grounded. And the 80s was just a really huge time for style. So a lot of people saw these awesome music videos. They saw these dancers and they said, 
I want to do that. And so what we got was jazzercise. So what we got was an ex a cardio exercise class mm -hmm. that was set to popular music from the time frame, which was the 80s, mm -hmm. where you continuously move nonstop and movements were strung together to make a routine. Thus, thus birthing jazzercise. And it's, and I will one step further. So with the creation of jazzercise, a lot of that also stemmed from all of this was happening in uh, the, not jazzercise per se, but the music kind of influx in the dance world were also happening in clubs. Like a lot of yeah. the, a lot of these dancer, you know, a lot of just normal people would spend the night dancing all right. in these clubs. It was, and discos. oh my God, my and mom. So my body's in the greatest shape I've ever been. Right. So when you took these people dancing all night in the clubs, they and gave them, an gave them an exercise class. They loved it. Like my mom always tells yes, me like, oh, I would, I would go to the limelight. I would go to this club. I would mm -hmm. go to that club. Like the eighties was the time was like nowadays where people are like, mm, I don't go to clubs. Like I don't go to clubs. Like no, the, in the eighties, like no matter what age you were, like everyone went everyone to the club to the and club. the club was a place where like, yeah, there was, there was, you know, your, your usual drugs it and alcohol. 80s, it was the eighties, but everyone danced. Exactly. It was a continuation from the seventies where everyone was dancing. Yep. So a lot of that, you know, a lot of uh, people, I would like to, to say Jazzer size brought the enthusiasm and energy from the clubs and they brought it into the light of day in the healthy yes. settings. And what I appreciate so much about Jazzercise, because I actually think it's so fun and someone were to tell me like, oh, Jazzercise is a thing again, let's go take a Jazzercise class. Done. I would go. Done. Because what I appreciate about Jazzercise is it took from the music of the time, mm -hmm. the dances of the time, the, the the social aspect of everyone goes out to the club and dances and cr built on that to create this exercise form. And yeah, it's called Jazzercise because it was done to that music, that that music videos were being put to. Uh, let's get that, physical, which is the it, right. intro music that we use for the episode. Right. It's literally like, it's, but I think what I like so much about Jazzercise is that they were very clear. It's set to jazz music, but this is exercise. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Like, that's why I appreciate Jazzercise so, so much is because it's always been clear. Mm -hmm. It's set to our popular jazz music, quote unquote, jazz music, our pop music of the day, but it's, it's just continuous cardio movement yes. strung together it's exercise we're not calling it a dance class we're not saying like oh you're a dancer we're just saying like you like to do this at the club we like the music so let's do Bruce the same yeah. yeah and i think if we keep moving along in our little kind of um chronological timeline when we kind of get into the 90s and 2000 early 2000s that's when like the like the sean team method and all that kind of stuff happened and like mm -hmm they were still doing the cardio and that's this is more the workout videos and things like that and a lot of that came from again i think this is where the line between cardio dance and dance kind of got lost a little bit because for a lot of those workout videos that kind of happened like during the 90s and that kind of time frame their main goal of going back to our definition was keeping your heart rate up mm -hmm. keeping your as long as the heart rate's up they didn't really care whether you're doing this funky really great dance move you know they just wanted you to keep your heart rate up and then the 90s is when we really started to incorporate weights a lot more yep. and oh my god you'd have the like the velcro 
like yes. wrist and ankle weights. weights. Like that yep. was a huge thing in the 90s, especially yep. in exercise videos. Yes. And in the 90s, let me be clear, because like I remember my mom had so much of that. My, my dad, yeah. I remember and I would do, Well, I was going to say, I would do them like if I was home and my mom was doing a workout video, like I'd be like, I want to do it too. Like the 90s was a time where like parents would do these workout videos at home mm-hmm. and it and that's what it was. It was workouts strung together, continuous movement, AKA cardio. It doesn't stop. That's what a hit is, people. A hit doesn't stop. Continuous movement, but set to music. And Sometimes the movement matched the rhythm. Sometimes. Yes, the 90s, the 90s is where we start to veer away from the rhythm a little bit. Yes. But like, let me, as I'm thinking of this, the 90s movement for dance, in a, the, this to me is a fundamental difference. In dance class, I don't care about your heart rate. Yeah, that's not a goal. Like I can't, I, I can't consciously say other than like in warm up where being in New York and it's a super cold day, maybe I'll go to my dancers and say, get your heart rate up so that your blood is pumping. Absolutely. So that your muscles are warm. But a, a but goal, I can't, I can't say a target goal of a right. class I've taught or taken is to get my heart well, rate Well, and up. I think that that's like, one of the biggest, we'll get into differences after we kind of go through, we can get into differences, but that's um, one of the biggest ones is like a goal, if not one of the only goals of dance cardio is to get your heart rate up to yeah. burn calories. The goal of a dance class is never to burn calories. Exactly. It's just a side effect that comes with dancing for an hour and a half to two hours. Yes. So if we keep going along in our kind of chronological little timeline mm-hmm. we got going here, we start reaching the mid millennium, mid millennium, mid 2000s mm-hmm. into the late to kind of current 2000s. Well, let's go to the mid 2000s. Yes. The mid 2000s is where we hit a wave of dance television shows. And so while fitness kind of fell off at that time, mm-hmm. dance became like a household commodity. So yeah, so the dance TV show started happening. So you think you can dance, America's Back dance, dance crew, crew, Dancing with the Stars. Those started yep. happening and people started being like, dance sounds really cool, but you still didn't go take a dance class. That still wasn't no, happening. No, no, it was no. still like, oh wow, dance is on TV. Let me kind of watch this. Oh wow, this is actually really cool. So yes. the beginning of seeing dance in popular time started happening accessible to everyone yes and then also with the emergence of just again knowing what's happening in the world the emergence of reality tv Mm -hmm. started to show everyday people in dancing great even though these everyday people are trained dancers they just start to see you know people that look like average joe schmo dancing and so that brought the attention back to dance Mm -hmm. and then we kind of if we start thinking maybe well for me i would say about eight years ago which for me eight ish years ago the kind of beginning of the obama administration brought in to me is when i noticed the wave of fitness Mm -hmm. and that's specifically because i know the first lady at the time she she had the get fit campaign which was like a nationwide um initiative to get children healthy again yep. and i've taught at several schools that i've had the giant bus show up and they do it basically it's field day like yeah. they basically want to get the kids active again because it was also so the I time think, it was also the time where schools started um started to diminish their 
um, arts and fitness programs yes. within school. It was the beginning of take away PE, take away dance, take away take away music, take away art, yes, take away absolutely. sports. Unless you're unless you're getting a shit ton of money from your sports program, take it away. Like yes. it was the beginning of that era. You know, and so in that we're in the swing of we're losing fitness for our children. So there, you know, the federal level was trying to push, you know, fitness towards the kids. There's constantly dance on TV. That is why within the last couple of years, that is when we had, you know, you saw the rebirth of, or the emergence, but I really say rebirth of spin classes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Orange Theory, Soul Cycle. Mm -hmm. That's when we started seeing. Well, I would even say before we get into that, which I think is interesting, and we should actually talk about that in a minute, is because I remember in college, that's when I kind of felt like it was starting up again where it's like this whole train of like fitness classes yes. getting thrown back because like my school literally randomly out of nowhere was like oh we're offering spin class like they I remember they yeah converted I one do of the remember weight at college there being a spin that I used class. to stretch in all yeah. the time all the dancers would go in there and stretch they converted the smaller one into a spin room and I was like wait a second but granted Danielle for us that was like eight years ago that's true. We're, we're, we're old. <laughs> we're old. But I do remember, because I was going to say, what I also remember is um, is in college hearing about Zumba. And I remember like yeah, going to, like, my started. roommate and I would be like, oh, let's check this out. And we would like go to the Zumba classes at the rec center. And that was really when Zumba began. And Zumba... I don't think I ever took a Zumba class after college. I took a couple I, of I just college. Being like, what is yeah. this? This is weird. Right. And Zumba is actually... It is way closer to dance cardio than it is to a dance class. Yes. But Zumba and dance cardio are also different. They're not also exactly the same. Yes, because the biggest difference between Zoom to me, and I could be wrong, a Zumba expert challenged me. Zumba does not incorporate weights or any any no, other, it doesn't. Any other uh, equipment other than the human body. Like Zumba is purely mm -hmm. just what within your own body, to my knowledge. Because um, I'm almost certain every Zumba class I've seen, it's rhythmic movement. Yes. No, so, no incorporation of weights, no, you know, no mats. Like it's no. just your body. So Zumba is an exercise. I just, I just wanted to make sure I had the correct information. Mm -hmm. um, Zumba is an exercise fitness program created by a Colombian dancer and choreographer, Alberto mm. Beto Perez, during the 1990s. But and it was trademarked. Um, but it became more popular in the um, early to mid two thousands. So Zumba is go. more is more based on dance in the terms of there are no mats with yes. like ab stuff. There are no weights. Um, there are no uh, resistant bands. I would even go. I would push. You said you pushed Zumba closer to dance cardio i would push zumba closer to dance than i would dance cardio okay yes that's fair again it is still a heart rate type of thing like because i that's the one thing i can say with zumba your heart rate is up from yeah. the minute that music starts to the end of class well but i so you're constantly you're constantly yes. in motion and the motion is typically very rhythmic and very that's what that's true well, what i would say is like but if, i wouldn't if you would say if you would say which is which one of the two Zumba or dance cardio is closer to dance? I would definitely say Zumba. Zumba yes. But I would say that Zumba and dance cardio are closer to each 
each other in terms of in terms yes, of they are closer to each other than, than they are either, to right. dance. And I agree that I Zumba to. Zumba is constantly cardio. It's constantly keeping your heart rate up. Yes. You do not stop. But I do agree that Zumba is more about staying on beat. Staying yes. with the rhythm. Because I have also like seen slash attempted a couple of dance cardio classes where they're like keep it in the beat and I'm like this is not the beat but we can get but that's like also like that's another thing. thing yes that's also just like untrained professionals yep but um yep, yep, yep. can tell us agree with so that. Zumba began and Zumba is its own kind of separate thing because it is it's not just cardio I think, yeah I think I'm um, going to skip Zumba because Zumba was a huge it was fad so it was such a huge fad a and huge thing for it's, a while um could be really fun. Not not really my cup of tea again. Um, I, I do think it's more right to, to, and, to and, do like, Zumba. the thing about it. Like dancers have good stamina, but like my, I don't have the stamina for like a forty minute class where my heart rate just doesn't dip. Right, where I like don't stop. Like even when I take like if I ever take like a hit. That's why though. That side note. That's why though. Like when people ask me what I like, like I don't necessarily love hit classes like yeah. if there's like a hit workout class like i love circuit training like mm. sidebar went and took a switch class last weekend switch playground in new york city and i loved it because it's a circuit class nice. but like to do a hit class of like 40 minutes to an hour of just constant cardio I, I my body can't sustain, sustain that like that with my current dancing team i'm not schedule. i'm not a runner i'm with not my, like that type of cardio and my body do not anyway that's a side note yeah, yeah. but the point being that Zumba became this huge craze and it is more based on the rhythm of the music, but it's still not the same as going to a dance, dance class. class. So we, then we move on, we get the cycling, we get and all yes, that. And this is when we start getting, and well, and, and I guess I think they do really owe it to Zumba, but this is when we do, we get the soul cycles, we get orange theory, we get, mm -hmm. you know, other spin classes. We get, you know, uh, here in the city is I love boxing, which is, you know, rhythmic boxing which right. i don't even know we became in this craze of we're back into fitness fitness is a huge thing mm -hmm. especially with the uptake in social media which we have talked about on yes. many episodes and how that can skew all the things and it's but I feel like it was like right things i could share with but you guys with the uptake in that became the uptake in like vibes so yes. no, no longer are people as into just straight going to the gym as they are. We're back into, I want to take a group class, class. which was very yep. popular in the eighties. Again, not, right. my dad always said this and as I get older, nothing I'm like, oh my God, sorry, new. nothing under the sun is new. No. I mean, have we looked at the fashion recently? It is like some late eighties, early two thousands. I mean, early nineties. I'm here for Literally, it. Literally someone walked past life. me and they had on bell bottoms and I yeah. was like, what? Yeah. So yeah, but just a thing. became our, we wanted do fitness and we want it to be to fun music which is why mm -hmm. now if you go to any of these classes you go to soul cycle flywheel um uh, orange theory um barry's boot camp like mm -hmm. any of these oh, yeah, which the are not dance related whatsoever they are a vibe the lights are down low or they have special lightings and there's music and Blasted. even even the treadmill and the weights like it is to the beat because we're we're back in that era we're like that's what we're into again. And if you want to, honestly, you could just say it's Jazzercise 2.0. Right. A lot of these things are literally, literally just 
instead of instead of being on your feet, right? Instead of being on your feet and constantly moving, you're on a bike or you're doing weights or you're on the treadmill Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You're on the rower. There's new ways of doing of, of exercising, and I just I. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. But when when you think of dance cardio, I think again, I, th- I think this is where we can kind of go into the points of how mm-hmm. they're they're different. They're different in the sense of in dance cardio, your heart rate is up, absolutely one hundred percent. Your heart rate is your heart rate is elevated, and that, because you burn the most calories. That, that is way. the sole goal. Yeah. Like it's it's not to get the choreography. Nope. It's not to look like the best dancer in the room or to be able to master a turn or work on your leaps. The sole not and there usually are never turns or leaps, but the sole goal is to raise your heart rate up, keep it there, and burn as many calories as possible. The second thing is strength training. Mm -hmm. Now, this is this can be feel like a similarity because dancers do have to do strength strength training. Yep. However, Strength training in a dance in a uh, dance cardio class is different in the sense of you're using weights. The choreography that you're doing is purely to help build strength within your muscle. Mm-hmm. The way that they you know they lift the weights above their head and come back down, like that rhythm to the whole dance. Yes, it can look like porter bra. It can look like a porter bra exercise if you take the weight out of their hand. But the sole purpose isn't to learn porter bra or the uh, carriage of the arms mm-hmm. for those that are bad at their French. But it's literally for them to work, get that work, get that arm workout in. Mm-hmm. And so I like that is where a, a similarity, but a difference. Like the strength training, like you could take dance cardio for the strength training. Um, it, it's one of those things where I would say that like when I'm teaching a dance classes or taking a dance classes, dance class, those are not the primary focus. The primary focus may be the choreography, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe to learn the specific style mm-hmm. of dance. But those, those two don't sing up together. And I think because uh, we were talking about this kind of uh, before we started recording, a lot of these dance cardio classes, a lot of people compare to beginner level hip hop. And they're just, they're not the same. And I know specifically, I was thinking of, as we were saying this, there's a style of dance called whacking, Mm -hmm. which is like, it's like voguing, but like a hundred times faster. Yeah. I'll tell anyone, if you get the chance to watch a whacking video, I would also say, I think most people who have, oh, we did a, I had a side, another side, but I had a whacking and voguing, like, um, like master class series in college my senior year and it was like the coolest fucking it's thing ever so, they're so and cool, it's so hard but, but hard. And, what and i'm gonna I say though get is how what, people get that feeling and think that they're sim yeah that they're, that they're the same and i would go similar is about as far as i'll let y'all go with that but it's not at if all you m- what most people think is voguing like if people are like oh yeah i know what voguing dance is what most people think is voguing is actually whacking also very very true voguing is actually way smaller and like more specific yes that's a whole very, very that's true. a whole and separate thing can often be done at the same time or you can yes. get out of them or they're in they're and out but different. whacking is usually like if you think oh i know what voguing is you're probably actually what you're thinking of is whacking and that and i get it it's the same kind of thing of upbeat tempo you know fast tempo music synchronized movement so it can all seem very similar to 
dance cardio. But again, the end result in whacking is, t well, especially if, if, if you're going to specifically whacking and voguing is performance. Those mm -hmm. are performance dance. Styles. Yes, they are. Dance down. They are not like you can do them in class, but those are meant to be performed mm -hmm. dance styles. So we have this uproar, right? And all of a sudden within the past two, three years, we have come back into dance cardio. Mm -hmm. And we've seen the uptake in some of the popular ones today. I know 305 has, 305 Fitness has extended yeah. beyond Miami and New York and exists in multiple states now and people love it. Now I have never taken a 305 class. I've heard they're awesome. Um, I've never taken one. Um, dance Body is huge in New York right yes. now. And Dance Body is one of those yes. where it's like, it's like, they their primary studios in Tribeca and then there's like another one somewhere else and the th the thing that I've gathered from Dance Body is Dance Body's whole thing is like we're like the place where celebrities would go but we're affordable so their whole thing is like we're we're super we're like the dance cardio that's like made for the dancer and high class and celebrities would come to us but you can too the common person and then you have like the Tracy Anderson technique, which has mm -hmm. become huge in New York, but the Tracy Anderson technique is like $45 a class and like for, for celebrities. So there's been this just like array of really popularized dance cardio again, that all of a sudden dance cardio is something that we want to do and love to go to. And I will, uh, with dance cardio, this is one of those moments I'll make it, it's a similarity. I treat it the same way that I would when I'm going to take a dance class. Everything that's shiny and expensive may not be any better than the non-shiny yep. expensive. Yep. Because the long as you have a someone that is trained mm -hmm. teaching your dance cardio class, and that and when I the reason why I say someone trained, same thing we say with dance, you're dealing with muscles and growing bodies, mm -hmm. you know, or as we're, if we're older, deteriorating bodies. I mean. So you need to you need to know you need to have someone that understands muscle muscle movement muscle growth mm -hmm. and muscle um, development is growth but muscle and growth we, and especially in, in like charge of that class but I know I know like a friend of mine he teaches dance cardio uh, dance cardio Zumba depending on the class but he works for Planet Fitness yeah and Planet Fitness is ten twenty dollars a month right you know so it's one of those things of like. He isn't any more or less qualified than someone teaching at 305 Fitness. Right. You know, but it's one of those things of like, I would, or like uh, my friend, he's a trainer with, is it not LA Fitness? What's the really fancy gym? Equinox? Equinox. Yeah. He's a personal trainer with Equinox. And literally he was like, I, there are plenty of people that work here at Equinox that I know way more than or he's like there are some people working at LA Fitness that won't know way more yeah you know so it's one of those things of like it's I would be very I don't feel don't feel like you have to go out and spend 40 50 60 dollars on a dance cardio class or that you're or thinking that your dance cardio or Zumba class at the YMCA or you know isn't less qualified right like, long the, as you have a only, person, the only difference is like it's a vibe like the thing is like yeah. the reason why these studios that only do dance cardio are doing so well is because they've also created like again like we said the 80s was all about a vibe mm -hmm. people love to go out to the club they got to bring that into an exercise class right now we're into fitness and we love to be able to do it to music in a dark room like 
they're bringing the vibe forward. So we're back in this craze. I think honestly, and I, I think me and Danielle as New Yorkers very much understand this. And I don't know if I can, I don't think it's something that's as understood outside of major cities per se. Um, in particular major cities where you have tons of celebrities like New York does. I, LA, I definitely agree. Sometimes you're just paying for a vibe and atmosphere. Yeah. Or you're 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 paying for the ambiance yeah. to create. And you're around you're something. paying for the chance to take an Instagram story and say that you went here, which is the same place that yes. Jennifer Aniston went two days ago. Or, right. Or you know, like, like I just got out of my, you know, whatever dance cardio class and there's Zac Efron training right you know like it's one of those type of things or you know like the person that trained me is the same person that trained you know Chris Evans before the last Avengers right like, which that is, is well that's the whole thing with, real, which is that's whole the whole thing, thing with Tracy days. Anderson but yeah. <laughs> so we're in this we're in this vibe right and I, I want to get into the whole what we started to talk about the whole difference between your you know your planet fitness LA fitness dance cardio class compared to your Tracy Anderson 305 dance body I want to get into that but we're in this vibe again and people are really really into it and something that we touched upon but I would like to talk about is now truly especially with this uproar and people excited about it and again dance still being all over social media all over the tv is about the actual difference we've talked a little bit about the actual difference between taking even a dance cardio class and taking a basic beginner hip-hop or street jazz class at a broadway dance center at a steps at a studio like that where you can drop in and why you will never find them to ever be the same oh yeah no you well oh they'll, they they will never be the same in the sense of in a dance class particularly in like drop-in dance classes the goal is to either take with that specific teacher to mm-hmm. learn their style or to further your training within the dance industry. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't like the burning of calories is not the concern. The The exercise portion is not the concern. Right. Because I rem- I'm trying to think of like a class that I've taken. I'm trying to think of comments that like, w- like I had one teacher where she would just be like, or she said to this group of girls, she's like, you know, your lines are all terrible. So like, you're not going to get booked because your lines are not pretty to look at, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, there, you know, something else where she's like, it doesn't look, you know, it looks too strong. You all, you all look too, what did she say to us? It was a group, there was a guy's group that was going and she was like, I think she said like, it looks like you're exercising, not dancing mm. at some point. So like, it's just like the focus when it comes to a dance class is artistry yes. or the the capability to execute someone else's yes. artistry. You know, so there there's something that goes into dance and this, you know, how do how does your body look in this costume? How does your body mm. look doing this movement? And are you strong enough to jump this high or turn right. many times? And so th- that's what you're grooming and cultivating. So, and even when you take, even if you're like, oh, well, I've been, I want to take a basic, because like a lot of these big studios will offer basic or beginner, depending on the category, category of what that means. Oh, and go, they're fun. Um, Hip hop, street jazz, which are usually jazz funk, which are usually the popular ones for people Mm -hmm. who aren't necessarily dancers. Yes. Um, 
But understanding that even those, and even if you've been going to dance cardio for, for years, you may have an easier time, but the focus is not gonna be on a quick warm up and jumping into a, a choreographed routine of movements to raise your, elevate your heart rate, but it yeah. is based upon the specific technique. And it is about looking for those fine tuning things, building the artistry, and that is the biggest difference that um, I think that people kind of, not that anyone has ever raised concern, but I just think it's good to note uh, the difference I, between those classes. And it's also I why like, to, like class structure because yeah. in a, in a dance cardio class, the point is to, the point is to get to from zero to a hundred mm -hmm. at the end of class. And so you do a warm up that kind of like a lot of these classes, they kind of the move, the movement bleeds together. Yeah. So it's like you go from, you go from warm up into a little bit, you know, yeah. motion two and motion two is a little faster. Like you kind of, it's kind of like a sliding scale up to 100 or, you know, some of these specific styles is like zero to hundred very quickly, you know, or zero to 60 and then jump to a hundred. In a dance class, that may not be the case because you'll have a warm up to which, you know, which warm up can honestly feel the closest to dance cardio because you are mm -hmm. doing a lot of the exercising, your crunches and your stretches and what have you. But then across the floor, it's all can be technique. five different tempos. And it's all technique across and, yeah, the floor. Yeah, it is all technique across the floor. Which is why I always hate it across the floor. Oh my God, I, lo I love across oh, the floor. I hate it across I the floor. I love across the floor. And then you go into um, your, your, your and combination. Your combo. And and here's this is why another distinguishing difference i did a combo the last combo that i really really loved in class was to um a million dreams from greatest showman but it was pink's version of it mm -hmm. but this and it was like a modern class but that ain't a fast song mm -mm. like that's a re and it's a faster version of the song but like it's a it's a it's one of those songs that like i would not characterize it as fast mm -mm. you know and then i've also taken especially in hip-hop's current era music-wise trap music <sighs> is so slow and the worst thing to watch people dance to nine times out of ten and most dancers most dancers in hip-hop realize this but everyone for some reason the kids at large love trap music but mm -hmm. i'm like it's so slow guys and it's so slow that the only way to dance to it is to go faster than the music mm -hmm. and not all dancers especially growing young dancers have that capability mm -hmm. so literally in a hip-hop class you can dance to a trap song whether i like it or not you can do that in a dance cardio they're not going to throw yeah. on a, a trap song where you know the beat is so slow right. it's never going to but happen. as much as i'm also like so you know obviously my biggest thing too is like even if you love dance cardio if you go ahead trot by all means go to those basic and beginner classes but just un with the understanding of it's not going to be dance cardio but the thing is too is like me i'm sitting here and it's like I like once in a while, like, you know, a friend will be like, no, come on, let's go take this dance cardio class because I'm going to be honest. I don't really love them as a dancer. Like uh, it's just, I rather, I rather do weight training. And like my biggest things are like Pilates, like Pilates, yoga, boxing okay. and circuit. Like I rather do those. Those are my like four things that I gravitate to. I'm but a runner. Like, yeah. I, I like running in the elliptical. Like that's my job. Right. I do love a good spin class. I'll give into that. One. Once in a while I'll do spin. I but like my thing is spin. like, I just, 
just don't love anything because it's I spend all day teaching and I oh, choreograph sure. and sometimes I still dance that I'm not That's as okay, drawn true. to dance cardio but also like dance cardio is not also super easy for the normal dancer because all of a sudden you it's it's cardio to a rhythm that also usually sometimes isn't actually the rhythm and yeah. so the thing is just un like realizing that There's I think so just uh, dance cardio became a thing because it derived I think initially from Jazzercise, which mm -hmm. derived from, we love to go, the, the scene of the music at the time, the beginning of music videos, everyone went to the club and went dancing. And yep. as the years have progressed, um, people now are into dancing again. Dancing's fun to watch, it's cool. It's the cool thing to do. People want to dance again. And I love that. And I think that that's so amazing. And I just, when I think of like with dance cardio, like it, just the choreography, quote unquote, for dance cardio, it's only got the vocabulary for that choreography is very limited simply because it is about exercising yes. its core. Yes. And dance is not that. Like dancers are constantly creating and trying to discover new movements and things like that. So I think I, I, I and, and dance cardio is gonna continuously use those pedestrian moves. Yes. Now you will get someone like, you know, like the um, Tracy Anderson, watch it, watch a video or two of hers and like, she does incorporate a little bit more dance things into hers. Yeah, cause I think she like was a dancer, like, or yeah. was like a Nick City dancer or something. Well, I mean, once you I have that know. level of flexibility, it don't ever really go away. No. Cause like, I just, even now, I'll be picking up a piece of paper and still do a planche and it's like, why? Why was your leg in the air for whatever reason? I was like, uh, the body knows and remembers. Yeah. So like. Mm -hmm. it's just the thing but it's one of the you know so i would definitely i would definitely say there's nothing wrong with them but i just i can see someone taking dance cardio and going to a beginner level dance class and having a hard time memorizing choreography yeah you know absolutely and then i can also see someone that takes normal dance classes going to a dance cardio class i mean like my stamina is not yeah. here to do this for so an hour straight i want to go into kind of the we quickly touch upon this the different the different types of dance cardio classes but before we do is dance cardio closer to dance or is it closer to cardio and in my opinion i would have to go to it is closer to cardio because as we said at the beginning of the episode what the definition is the point of and the point of the class is to raise to use a strung together movement to of choreography because it's been set and specified mm -hmm. to raise your heart rate um and get your you know your metabolism and your metabolics and all of that going right so i think at the end of the day do you want to categorize dance cardio as dance or do you want to cardio categorize it as cardio exercise it still falls under cardio, cardio exercise. exercise and i don't think many people would disagree with that I don't it's, think that that's like an addition, but it's it's purely it's, it's exercise. Yeah, it's, it's it's exercise. At the end of the day, like I don't, I I to me, I think dance dance is the heightened version of cardio dance, like cardio dance. And I don't, no, that doesn't sound right. No, but I, I just, understand it, what you're saying. It's like one dance. of those things where it's like like cardio like. It's still, it's just cardio to me. Like when I mm -hmm. think of cardio dance, like I think of 
exercise. Yeah. Like I think the intention is to exercise. And when I think of dance, I when I think of dance, I don't my first thought is not exercise. Yes, I do get a workout. And dancing, it's a great exercise. But I but don't that's not that the purpose not, of that's not never the purpose of dance. Yeah, like I just could, especially with all the different variations and forms mm -hmm. that dance takes, you know, from like dancing at concert dance, studio dance, dancing in clubs, kids mm -hmm. dancing on the street, dancing on Instagram, all of those different variations, that ain't exercise to me. That's an expression. Like the, I well, I was going to say, me, I think the emotional, I think the, di the biggest difference for me is that. Cardio dance does not have emotional attachment the mm -hmm. same way that normal dance does. Because I was gonna say, even if we're even talking as as lit, as low a low hanging fruit as dancing in the club or social dances, those are still ways in which you are expressing yourself. Even now in 2019, going out to the club, listening to trap music and dancing, it is still a way or for you to express how you feel about that song. I was thinking about my students who are just obsessed with TikTok right now. <laughs> I love them, but I, I just refuse to get one. Um, but oh, like yeah. they they love TikTok, so they love the idea of like dancing and music. The joy on their faces watching that or watching those the, the people dancing in those videos that ain't the same when someone that someone that's exercising to lose an extra twenty pounds mm -hmm. or to maintain or you know or to get their ideal weight for their wedding dress or wedding tuxedo. Like it's not this same. Like those fitness. Like if I have. I don't have fitness goals, but in dance class, if that makes any sense. And I think that's where the disconnect happens for me. Yeah. It's like, you don't, like, if I want to lose an extra 20 pounds, I'm not going to go sign up for five dance classes. I might sign up for five dance cardio classes, mm -hmm. but I'm not going to go, like, I'm, I'm not going to go sign up, you know, I'm not going to do, you know, sign up for 30 classes at BDC. No, I'm going to go hit the gym. Yep. You know, and I yep. think that is where... I think the end result is really where you see the big difference between them. Yeah, I agree. Um, and quickly before we kind of wrap up, um, I think we've been very clear about the differences, but now I want to talk about what we touched upon as what is the difference between your $5 Planet Fitness YMCA dance cardio class and your $25, $30, 305 Fitness, your $35 Dance Body, your $40 or $50 Tracy Anderson class. What is the difference? Tracy Anderson, is that correct? I think Did so. I just say the wrong thing? Did we misquote her name? We nope, Tracy Anderson, Anderson. Tracy Anderson, that's correct. Yep. What's the difference? <sighs> your difference? It, it, there isn't one. No. There, or I... <sighs> It's like I said before, as a New Yorker, if I'm paying over that kind of money, I'm paying for the ambiance. Yep. So the difference is, the difference is the vibe. At the end of the day, what you're paying for is the environment is that this environment. company has created, is the vibe. Now- or you're You're paying for the clientele that also works with celebrities. Right. And now, yes, in something like Dance Body, 305, Tracy Anderson, something like that, where it is a company that that is their sole focus, you might be like, oh, well, they train all of their instructors, instructors the same way. There's a set routine in which their classes follow, and I love that routine. That's yes. fine, and that's all that's, fair. You might like a as, specific style. Right, yes. as, as, you know, versus 
a dance cardio class at a gym. It's all of these different people that come in and teach it. It's not the same type of like regulatory routine or guidelines that they follow because they're not, it's not a brand. Yes. These companies are brands. Um, I think that dancers or used to be dancers who kind of move into the fitness world and go into dance cardio, I think are, are more drawn to teaching at these brands because they do have more of a vibe and they're more of a brand and they brand themselves based on being, oh, it is a dance cardio place and it's mm -hmm. not just a gym who offers it. So I think sometimes you may end up with instructors who have dance backgrounds. Yes. However, still not the same as going to a dance class. Not, not the same. The still going to be a dance cardio class. Yes. So my biggest thing is like, hey, if you want to check out what the hell dance body is, you want to check out what this 305 fitness is all about. Go for it. Tracy Anderson, like go for it. Spend the money. Do the vibe. But remember that that class is probably just as good or not even, there might even be a class even better than that at your local gym. Yeah, because I, it's, it's the same kind of thing like with even in the dance world, like one thing I will happily say, a dance class at BDC, Ailey, Steps, it's 20 bucks max. Like they're not, they're not any more expensive than. Yeah, I think they, they've all upped their prices and I think they're all 20 now, but that's like the most. But, yeah, drop like, in, but that's yeah. still not an unreasonable price for no, an hour for and any drop in, class. Any, not even that's dance not class. Unreasonable. Any fitness class. Right. That is, that is not unreasonable at all to me. Um, you will see that like a special, like, um, Alexander Chung and Jojo Gomez, they're all hip hop jazz people. They're all in town right now. So like they're all giving master classes. So I think their master classes was like either 60 or no, I think it was well, like yeah, four, but those are yeah, bucks. those are different. But you take like these are primarily LA choreographers that have come into the city for well, the week. And these are so yeah. That's a very specific thing. These are so that's why I don't master have a problem. Classes. Right. But that's why I don't have a problem is like if you specifically like 305 standard style if you love that and you want that great pay the money for that but if your intention is just to get healthy and dance and to work out to music and kind of to do dance mm -hmm. court, dance cardio I your local gym may offer just as much or if not the same yeah or maybe even more yeah I mean listen try try it all out live your life nobody you like nobody is telling you that you can't love 305 fitness and only want to go there but just understand once again that um dance cardio is dance cardio and what you love about something is the vibe yes and the kind of routine that they've created in terms of like how their classes work um but dance cardio is dance cardio everywhere so like don't don't feel like you have to spend fifty dollars on a job in class no that being said that brings us to our tip of the week Yes. And this Woof. section of the podcast is basic is just our chance to like give a shout out to something that's happened with our week or so a tip to, you know, for well being and healthiness. For me, my tip of the week is to all of our parents out there. Now, I spend a lot of time with other people's kids, be they seven years old, sixteen year old, or thirty year olds. <laughs> But the part the I'm on the I'm on the younger ones today. Nothing is more frustrating to me than to have a parent come up to me and ask, why is my child missing insert 
whatever article of dance clothing. Because my response, it's always going to be, is your child's name in it? Oh, is your child mm-hmm. responsible enough for mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. And because like, so right now I'm teaching uh, step dance to elementary school, which is it's quite entertaining. And I'm actually working with um, my first set of deaf students in step. I've worked with deaf students before in hip hop and mm-hmm. ballet, but never in step. So it's very interesting to see how different it is and I will have um I do want to do an episode about this but it'll be a little later in the year after I've had more experience so I can talk about it yeah that's amazing Um, but it's just like the the having like dear parents children are irresponsible children will lose things children get excited about dance and wear their dance clothing when they're not supposed to and if you allow that behavior don't expect for us to try to break that behavior and be successful Mm -hmm. you know that's my big thing because I had a parent today being like we're on our third pair of ballet slippers for the year for the school year and i go i'm not the ballet teacher what i I, I was like i do teach ballet but i'm not the ballet teacher well i heard she had them on in your class i said she didn't have them on with me because you can't i would not step in a ballet flat that would not be comfortable Mm -hmm. like i was like we strike the ground very hard that would not be comfortable so i was like it's not it's not me you should i mean like you can check in with the ballet teacher well she had them during ballet class but she didn't she didn't have them when she got home and i was like well i don't i wish i could offer you some help but like you know whether your child's responsible or not like your child said nothing about someone bullying her or losing them so like parents know your children respond accordingly if you know your child is one to lose things like put a procedure in place do what you have to do but don't don't come to the teachers as if we are the solution givers for lost articles of clothing that your children like i just i've Mm -hmm. seen it a billion times over children especially dance children they will lose tons and tons and tons of articles of clothing i'm not lost and found i can point you to the lost and found but i am not lost and found Oh, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 What about you? What's your tip of the week? Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, what is my tip of the week? Uh, my tip of the week is that, um, dance teachers are tired. So remember that. Um, I'm just thinking in terms of like remembering that, um, especially if you're a teacher and you work in the education sector, not a studio sector, um, remembering that dance teachers are constantly on their feet 24 seven. They do not sit down to teach lessons ever. Um, And so if you do ever see us sitting, it's because we actually really need that minute to sit down. so just kind of like yeah we're working we're working our butts off so when you see us sitting um we we need to sit it's we need that moment for our body and we just need it for our body to like be able to calm down for a minute um i think that that's something that is easily overlooked in terms of teaching dance especially in education so yeah let us sit down Well, that's it for us. The curtain has closed on this episode, but we hope that you will join us next week. And every week after that. Episodes come out every Thursday. You can find us on your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We are Point PYT on all of the social media platforms. I'm your co-host, Tony Williams II. And I'm your co-host, Danielle Colangelo. See you next week on Point Your Toes, the adventures of an NYC dance teacher. Bye.